On this Aviation Special, we sit down with Alex Sorrell, a CEO of Evercast, to talk about their new product that lets video editors, audio editors, and directors collaborate remotely. All that and more next on this Aviation Special. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is an Aviation special, remote video collaboration. This is an Aviation special. My name is Tim Albright, your host. Uh, with me today is Alex Sorrell. Alex is the CEO and co-founder of Evercast. Welcome, sir. Hi. How are you, Tim? I am well, man. I'm well. Good to, good to talk to you. We'll get into, into some of Alex's background here in a second. Um, I, was, I was turned on to, to Alex and his company um by uh, a friend of mine who said you know you might want to check this out you what you guys do is is um you you kind of talk about um uh, in in your website and stuff about the future of collaboration and, and you know i understand kind of that 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 market positioning but real quickly before we get to that aspect talk about you know what you if, if you were you know um meeting somebody for the first time at an event and you had you had 30 seconds to tell them what evercast does what is that 30-second elevator pitch, huh? Yep. Uh, so Evercast, uh, it, to, to simplify the analogy, Evercast is like Zoom in a way, but for creatives. It's focused on the creative aspects of generating content, producing content, particularly for video right now. And uh, what, we, uh, what we did that's somewhat unique, and, and it's a collaboration platform. It's an integrated platform, which involves both collaboration, conferencing, and streaming technology together with several other features that are focused and targeted on the production space. Uh, so that that's kind of a quick description of uh, what we do, and I can get into more of that as we move forward. Well, and that's that's so that's you know you know one of the things that that a number of us, um, I would say all of us, but you know there's that slight percentage that didn't of us that we, we, we experienced in the last 12 months or so is that virtualness, right. Of, of what we're trying to do and what we're trying to accomplish. Um, you mentioned the fact that it, it's a little bit like zoom. Um, when you go through the, the website, you know, and you start looking at, you know, that collaboration piece, um, it's, it, it to me, it looks a little bit like you're, you're presenting, right. Somebody's presenting, Mm -hmm. uh, the creative part, um, you know, whether that's a movie or it's a PowerPoint or it's a you know piece of audio or whatever. Um, and, and then, you know, everybody else is kind of like in, in those little thumbnail um, pieces. What what makes Evercast different than maybe, you know, kind of collaborating with a Zoom or a Teams, you know, doing some sort of screen share? Yeah. So <laughs> the, there are some fundamental differences. Uh, the first I would say is that we produce a stream that has a level of consistency and is usable in a way that you can stay on the platform for hours at a time and you're not looking at any pixelation, you're not looking at anything sort of dropping out of sync uh, between audio and video, you're not looking at freezing frames, uh, the consistency and the stability 
is a very important component of why Evercast uh, has succeeded uh, in its target market, which has been the top of the pyramid in the production of content for television and the movie industry for feature films. So it's that stability and consistency that is one thing that sets us apart. Additionally, very early on, we conquered uh, the latency issue in ways that allowed for real-time on-the-fly collaboration so that the the latency that we started with three or four years ago and continue with today is only in the range of 100 to 200 milliseconds, which is really less than a blink of an eye. What that does is it enables the the creative process to continue in in an exchange in real time. So to give an example of how Evercast is used, uh, our first aspect of use case within the production of video content was focused on editorial and post-production. We have since expanded into other areas of production across the production cycle in other ways, which I can explain. But if you consider that scenario, if you let's say a, a director uh, and an editor are working together, <clears throat> typically what had happened in the past is the editor would get some notes, would make changes to the content, would send an upload of that content to be seen by the director, get a response. Is that right? Is that good? Good? Do I have to do anything else? Whatever Cast has been able to do because of the low latency, the quality of the stream, and some of the features that we have like draw tools and chats and so forth. We've been able to make that experience real time. So Mm -hmm. instead of the editor doing something and waiting for a response, the editor actually invites as a participant, the director uh, or the visual effects supervisor in the case of some, you know, some of the use cases in the high-end market. And they actually collaborate using whatever that editor happens to be editing in, whether it's Avid Media Composer or Final Cut or Premiere Pro. Um, They're looking in real time. And so the conversation goes something like this. Uh, Hey, would you do a crossfade over there and let me take a look at it? Yeah, okay, just make it a little bit longer. Uh, Okay, that's perfect. Let's move on to the next thing. So what you're experiencing is that real-time, on-the-fly communication. You've eliminated the need to render, upload, get the notes back, and then try to get it right. So there's one aspect. Uh, The other aspect is that you actually can can record the entire session. So if you have a, a director and he's talking real fast, he's got a lot of things to say, and he's dumping everything that's in his head, and you're trying to write notes and keep up, you don't really have to do that because if you record the session, then you actually can play it back and you can play it back as you've seen it. So each individual thumbnail, uh, you can click on it and see what was the response, what was he saying? Uh, And therefore you have a review reference. You have the ability to go back and refer to something. The other uh, convenient thing about Evercast is that it's web-based, which means that if you're on the fly, you're on your phone, uh, there's a great story. I, I will share with you anecdotally because it points to this issue. Yeah. Some, some uh, director was, was in line in Los Angeles to get his COVID shot and it was a two hour wait. Well, he had his laptop with him and while he was in line waiting to get a COVID shot, he was cutting his TV show with an editor on his laptop. Um, so consider uh, that having that ability to just get online at any time 
to work remotely and not have to travel to be in the same space, which is typically the way things had been done, uh, having that facility uh, is a distinct advantage. And, and that's an advantage, that was an advantage before COVID uh, and it continues to be an advantage. In fact, we think, and we can talk about this more, that obviously uh, whatever normal normality is, as we go back to it, uh, there will be a component of remote working that revealed itself as being very productive and positive moving forward. This obviously helped in the last year and during a pandemic when we, we were encouraged not to get together, when we were encouraged not to, to hang around. As we move out of this, what, what is your sense for um, the appetite for something like this? Do you think that we're going to be getting more and more together or does this more open up the opportunity for collaboration with folks that you normally wouldn't be able to collaborate with? Maybe it's a director and a producer and an audio editor in three different continents even. Well, I'll give you a quick analogy and, and, and it speaks to not only what happened in the past and this, this was going on pre-COVID. So <clears throat> we were involved in a, a television series. It was an HBO miniseries called Chernobyl. Yep. And Chernobyl was shot in Vilnius, Lithuania. The music production part, the music editing, music production was done in Berlin. The editorial was being executed in London. The director was in New York and Craig Mazin, the show creator, producer, was in Los Angeles. And they basically didn't travel. They were able to use this platform. I mean, once principal photography was done, they used this platform uh, to complete the series without having to travel. Now, that is independent of the pandemic, the advantages of that. Think about the use of time, the travel time alone, the stress. If you live in a city and you have to go to center city to, to do some work, particularly LA is a good example. If people live in West Los Angeles or Malibu and you know the media center is in Burbank, uh, the certain times a day, that's an hour and a half on the freeway just to get across town. Yeah. Uh, and an hour and a half back. So what do you do with that time? Um, you lose it, basically. Uh, and then when you get wherever you're going, you're probably stressed because the traffic was, was what it was. And this whole kind of lost time is eliminated. So where does that time go? It goes into the creative process, the creative momentum. So having the flexibility to jump on Evercast and, and look at something and jump off and not have to necessarily travel even across town uh, is, is a distinct advantage. I don't think that is going away. I think people will go back. I think people are hungry to get back into a, a social milieu, into a work environment where they can see people face to face. But I also think that once that appetite is, is satisfied, they're gonna look back and say, well, wait a second, you know." It wasn't a bad deal where I could kind of pick up my kids at school if I needed to and continue working or make a doctor's appointment. There's a real advantage uh, that has been revealed. I think there's a, you know, the genie is kind of out of the bottle uh, in many ways because this modality of working, not just in terms of what we provide as an opportunity for it, but I think across many industries, uh, the efficiency, particularly in the creative space, uh, the advantages, the cost reduction, the contribution to sustainability and the environment by minimizing the amount of travel, uh, all points to uh, the probability, I think that's very high, 
that this will be kind, become part of our, our culture and part of our way of working in the future. All right. We're talking with Alex uh, Sorrell from Evercast. Uh, real quickly, Alex, before we get out of here, uh, you have actually um, kind of a, a history and a background in the AV industry. I want to get for a second how you, how you maneuvered your way hmm. from mounts to streaming and collaboration platforms. Yeah, so uh, those stories are always interesting. Uh, so I, I came up with this concept for a ball and a clamping system, uh, which became a company called OmniMount. And OmniMount mm-hmm. uh, was used uh, predominantly in a B2B environment with Pro Audio. Um, we then migrated into the consumer marketplace following uh, large uh, electronics companies like Hitachi and Sony that decided to look at the model for movie theaters, uh, which had installed surround sound systems. Uh, we were involved in that. We were the only product specified for that. And then it, it turned into home theater and we followed home theater into the consumer marketplace. So um, uh, without going into a whole story about how OmniMount got started, which is the company I'm referring to, um, I would say that um, I had, you know, obviously in the development design, a lot of engineering background in that. Uh, and uh, OmniMount um, was sold into 70, 80 countries. It became a, a, a kind of a standard uh, at, in its time. And uh, what happened with Evercast is that um, <coughs> I met uh, two of the founders, one of whom is not necessarily active uh, in, in the company uh, any longer. But um, at the time, was, his name was Blake Brinker and then uh, Brad Thomas, who was my operating partner in this business. Um, we met and uh, casually, and I became an advisor to a different company, um, which was uh, a precursor to Evercast, was called Creative. And it was a uh, kind of a, a global meeting place for creative people. Uh, it was a site where they can come and show their work and we published a magazine and so forth. And that segued into starting Evercast because in the process of uh, operating that company, we realized that when we were trying to make videos and produce videos, it was very tedious. It was a problem of rendering and then reviewing and so forth. And um, so Evercast began as a, a search for a better version of what was out there. Skype and WebEx and GoToMeeting and a lot of these established sort of generalized corporate use companies. And uh, we, in, we uh, basically engaged with technology that was available and we were able to create an extraordinary uh, stream capability and develop this platform in a way that we had good streaming and we had really good conferencing mixed in. Uh, and I'll tell you this part of the story. It's, it's an interesting part. I'll try to be brief on it. But through a, um, a member that was on my board of directors at OmniMount for many years, uh, one of his family lived across the street from another guy. And their kids used to play basketball together in the street and stuff. And they ended up meeting. And it was like, what do you do? What do you do? And, and it turned out one of the guys was a film editor. And my friend said, hey, uh, you should... <laughs> you should uh, talk to um, Brad and Alex because they're building something that might be really interesting to you. And it turned out that we, uh, we did uh, connect with this guy. He did reach out to us and we showed him Evercast. And he said, oh my goodness, I've been looking for this forever. This is an amazing opportunity uh, for me because it might eliminate my need to travel. 
the guy was a gentleman named Roger Barton. Uh, Roger Barton is probably one of the most, he is definitely one of the most successful editors in Hollywood. It was a serendipitous introduction. He happened to be committing to a new movie. That movie was requiring him to leave Los Angeles, leave his family, travel to Atlanta and be in Atlanta on location for five months. He saw Evercast and he said, I have to show this to our director. He shows it to the director several weeks later and uh, they ended up using Evercast for three hours. And at the end of that three hours, the director said, hey, you know what? You don't have to come to Atlanta. Let's just use this thing. And that just was like profound for him because that meant he could stay home. He could use this. And he did the whole movie, all the production stuff, all of it, all the way through. He got approval for the use of Evercast from the studio. And the movie that he was working on uh, was Godzilla, the last Godzilla movie that came out, not the one oh, that's wow. coming out right now. So this was a major motion picture. Ever, uh, Roger became part of our company. Roger contributed a lot of the, the feature set knowledge that we used to develop the product further and target it uh, towards the high end top of the pyramid, which is, you know, major, major feature films, big TV shows. And that's where Evercast really got its adoption. And so that's happened. And uh, we are, we work with all the major studios. We work with the streaming companies like Netflix and Apple Plus and Disney Plus and so forth. And now we're looking at democratizing what we've done and making it available to more of the audiovisual community, which is to say making it more available to independent filmmakers, documentarians, uh, people that are creating YouTube videos. And, um, and that's kind of, uh, that's the story, the quick story of how Evercast uh, got to where it is now. Uh, that's fascinating. Alex, if somebody wants to get a hold of you or Evercast, how do they do that? Well, I mean, the, uh, the website is uh, evercast.us, www.evercast.us. Uh, there is a phone number. There are uh, certainly is email reach out. Uh, they can certainly uh, reach us through the site. And, uh, and I think the, uh, the opportunity, uh, again, uh, is broadening for people that are doing video content production. That's our sweet spot. That's where we are staying. That's where we are building additional features. And obviously, I should just say that if we're dealing with all the, uh, the major studios and we're dealing with very high, high value uh, video content, uh, high value assets, uh, we are extremely secure. Security is a foundational part of how we operate. So, uh, you know, uh, again, uh, we're accessible and uh, we'll certainly be uh, very much interested in hearing from anyone who has uh, uh, video production as part of their, work, uh, their workflow. Awesome, very good. Alex Zero from uh, Evercast. Uh, for us, for AV Nation, go by our website, avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv. Uh, find programs like this, as well as our two weekly shows, uh, Resi Week that looks at the residential side and AV Week that looks at the commercial side. All that and more at avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv. 